So nothing, something, something comes free. I can't sing that song. I wish song's "Beers on Me," which is a really good song. I wish I uh, have some non-alcoholics on me. Played a uh, musical instrument. It's never too late. I might get into. I wish I spoke something. another language. It's I mean, never too late for that. I kind of want to do that. I'm I, I'm big into picking up new tips, like, tricks, habits. Like my brain's just always wanting to learn more. Well, I feel like that'd be such a fun challenge. Like. Like, super rewarding when you can do it. Exactly. Like, what if you just jumped into another language mid-sentence in front of or like, me or anyone? Or, like, you can get to go to, like, learn a, learn a language and then travel to the country and then use it. Yeah, exactly. I would learn Mandarin. You'd become dangerous real quick. I'd learn Mandarin, I think. Okay. I think I would learn Spanish. Spanish would be a good one, too. Yeah. I mean, I know a little bit of Spanish from back in grade school. I mean, we both had... Hola. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Me llamo. My grammar, I guess, would be terrible, which I think that's the toughest part for anyone that learns a new language is the proper, like, grammar. Right, right? or, like, sp- like Spanglish, because, like, Spanglish right. is pretty re- prevalent down in, like, Central yeah. America. Right, right. I mean, the future tense, past tense, like, that's where it would get really... Uh, really Tricky? Confusing. Yeah. But, bottom line, it would be nice to, yeah pick up some new uh hobbies and learn yeah but then to... you gotta like think about but then you gotta actually do the work well, well yeah, and, yeah and it's like i like i i run into that every now and then where i'll like i used to think about this a lot i'd be like oh and this comes come back comparing or like oh i'd like to do that but i and i'm like oh i want to I, w- I wish i had a hobby like that or wish i, I was learning this mm-hmm. and i came to the realization it's like i only have so much time in a day yeah like i if I don't even want to do that. I don't have the time. Like, what would I re- like replace? You know what I mean? So that's the that's the challenging part. Because at some point in life, you're like, okay, if I'm going to take something new on, I got to replace something. That's why you got to think about ways to automate your yeah, life, you, my friend. Oh, uh, you're jumping in. You're jumping in hot. Bring it. You hot. don't need to say that. That's how we lead in. Yeah, naturally. I was good. <laughs> no. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. Glad Episode what thirty two three two baby man we are producing over here and I'm loving it we're cranking them out we are good crushing. stuff too good stuff too real stuff but I think Hayden Hayden just introduced something that's been on his mind he brought it up to me earlier right when I got here uh, and he wanted to talk about automation and I'm gonna let you run with that because I've got some I gotta get my my head wrapped around it yeah I think there's a lot of different ways that you could look at automation and a lot of different ways you could look at any type of topic it's it always starts with well in what context and mm-hmm. you say that a lot too like automation i guess uh in the context that i want to describe here would be how do i free up more of my time to do the things that i love doing or i want to be doing and as we were just opening up the episode here talking about well yeah if i wanted to take on these new things like i got to replace my time uh, or replace things that I'm currently doing. So how do you try to free up additional time in your working life as well as your uh, just uh, your your individual life outside of work? Um, and basically that's where automation comes into play. And the example that I've heard recently is, okay, think about just some monotonous and i can't speak is that even the right monotonous word? thank you i'm adding an m in there when i shouldn't be monotonous monot 
It's monotonous. Monotonous. I could spell it for you, oh but I don't want people to spell check me. People are be like, dude, that guy can't even say that word. Anyhow. <laughs> Should you be using... That's another topic. Should you oh, be using man. words if you can't spell them? Oh, no. Or say them? <laughs> oh, no. That's embarrassing. Any, anyways, <laughs> something that's very basic or simple to do, and you don't really need to use that much brain power is what I'm trying to describe here. Like, How do you kind of remove that stuff from your day-to-day where you don't even have to use your, your brain to, to worry about doing what needs to be done. And the example here would be, okay, you always need toilet paper. And I guess always maybe can be debatable for people that like to use bidets or whatever. I think I said that wrong. (laughs) I am on a streak today with pronouncing things incorrectly. That is the theme for today. But, hey, we're going to let it ride. We make up words here. We mispronounce things, and we we just run with it. I wasn't going to let let that go. We're honest. I'm good at calling myself out. I like to think I'm a little bit self-aware. But, anyhow, people typically, there we go, instead of always, typically need TP, toilet paper, um, and instead of worrying about having to, you know, make your grocery list and buy that every time and track that down in the aisles, you could literally automate that by buying a subscription where it's like, okay, I'm always using toilet paper every month. I need paper towels. I need cleaner. Like these are fixed things that you need. And instead of worrying about always having to go out and get those, again, you use a subscription model where it's like, okay, I can replenish these items X, you know, number of times throughout the year, depending on your frequency and what you need, right, right? Depending on the size of your family, yada yada yada. So, like, that's a go-to example of like how do you automate your life and and make things easier? And you can definitely do that um, at at a larger scale. And that's not you know the only example out there. But again, it goes back to how do I free up time in my life to do the things that I want to do, whether that's things that help me grow, if that's more time to work on my side hustle or gives me additional time to focus on my core responsibilities as a business owner, things like that. Well, I think there's a balance, Hayden. I think that's, again, like we, we like to reuse themes here. If you guys haven't noticed, our listeners, we like to reuse themes. But I think balance is such a reusable theme mm-hmm. in every aspect of life and every aspect of professional, spiritual, personal, relational, you name it. Balance is a key factor and a, and a reoccurring theme that needs to be involved. So I think with automation, like you use the TP like example, right? Mm-hmm. Which you can actually do that on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can like, they, they have that tool. Which, and Kroger as well. Okay, Kroger, Maybe. I think they do. I think uh, yeah, you can because you can do like the like the order like pick for pickups and stuff like that. Yeah, or you yeah. send it. Oh yeah. Um, and I think there's like again that the, the balance. I wish I could find a better word, but that's that's the best word to use. Is automation in general is so beneficial, but it can also be there's that fine line between it being so beneficial and also making us lazier, right? So like looking at you know automating your house, automating features in your house. So like. I mean, walking into your house, Hayden, you've got things that are a lot easier to do because you've used technology to automate it, whether it's your your Nest uh, thermostat that's controlling your, your heat and stuff like that. So it's helping you save energy and automate that. Or it's your lighting where you have it automated to shut on or off or turn on or or it's using an Amazon Alexa to, to – 
do X, Y, Z if you have a connected house. I right? don't like Amazon Alexa, well, by the way. Google Home, whatever it is, connected home. So there's automation and things that are very, very beneficial, especially with technology, right? I think mm-hmm. automated cars. Yep. You know, you, you hear every, anytime you hear automation now, I think most people's heads go to like, oh, like self, you know, self-driving cars, right? Automated. That's great. There's like certain... That's an example. It's yeah. an example. It's an example. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I always lean towards the side of like, again... Why are you automating? Why are you doing it? Like, and what what is being automated? Um, and I think there's just like that. It's such a like loaded thing, but like there's a lot of benefits to automation, like automating things in your home or automating uh, like to do lists or uh, scheduling things. Like that's really, really, really nice and can be really beneficial because what it's going to do is clear. You know, we all get in this trap. I'm sure you've been in this trap. I've been in it. A lot recently where actually uh billy made me think of this but he talked about content shout out to billy shout by out the way. billy billy samoa salibi at billy samoa salibi go check him out go check him out um he made me think of this when he was talking about batch creation for content he said instead of like worrying about the con- every day having to remind myself that i need to create content right so i got it okay it's tuesday i need to i need to get something on linkedin and instagram and stuff oh it's wednesday i gotta do something about this he would spend that four or five hours on Sunday Mm -hmm. and create or whatever day it is and create a list of content for the next two weeks, three weeks, whatever it was. Right. And in a way he is automating by eliminating like a task for himself. Totally. And, and so the way I look at it is like recently we've got Ava. I always come back to the family because that's, that's the family and what's going on in my life. And we've got, soccer now so we've got soccer soccer practices during the week we've got soccer games which i'm the coach we've got horseback riding we've got shows she's going to be doing now on weekends we've got a six-month-old daughter i've got my full-time job i've got my podcast i've got projects around the house i mean the list could go on and these are all positive things for me i'm choosing to like embrace these right ava wants to do this we're gonna do it amanda wants to go on a date night i want to i want to go on a date night let's do it but it's like okay all that stuff going on and instead of trying to like manage it every single day, I'm trying to uh, like automate or optimize where I spend that time and where I spend that energy for scheduling stuff. So like recently, which this is super ser- simple example, but I started making using Siri on my phone mm. when I'm driving. If I get a text or if I have something on my mind I need to remember to do, I'll just hit the the speaker button in my car and say Siri, set a reminder for xyz and it adds it to my to-do list and i've got it set up so it'll automatically remind me or snooze it based off of the time of day so what i'm doing is i'm actually automating simple tasks like creating a to-do list or adding something to my calendar and it's making it super easy for me right again like the i could even say like grocery stuff i could totally see myself like it sounds like a really good idea i hadn't thought about it recently but like Hey, I know we go through a, th- a jar of peanut butter once a week. Like, I don't want to remember to do that. Can I just have like Amazon or Kroger send it to my house? Like, that would be super easy. Yep. I don't have to worry about it. Yep. Because again, it, you fall into that trap of like forgetting things or putting things off or like getting so stacked up, and then it's like you got to make decisions. Decisions. That's the buzzword right there. Is yeah. decisions like the human mind can only take in so much information, especially within a given day, and you don't want to exhaust all of your energy 
trying to think about, okay, well, what decision do I need to make here? We're, what we're describing are things that allow you to not have to worry about making as many decisions because you only have a fixed amount of energy and a fixed amount of time. So instead of worrying about some of the things that, okay, you already know the answer to and you don't have to think about, it's already going to be done for you up front. So that's kind of what we're trying to describe here when we talk about automation. Well, it's again, yeah, it's that you're, you're spot on. It's the it's the balance, it's the line between like things that you can still have to do, but finding better ways to do them or ways to like speed up the process. Call it automate, call it optimize, interlink the two. Sometimes it's automation, like having a task automatically done for you on a regular basis. That's automated, meaning it's just a recurring thing that's continually going to happen, no thought at all, versus having a tool that automates some of that so it makes it a little bit easier on you. Totally. And I love how you brought up the examples of home automation because I'm big into that. Did oh, you I know. did you know that I was into home automation? Maybe I've shared that with you. I mean, walking in your house, just the amount of technology you have <laughs> in this house. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of put two and two together. Stretch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love to call out with Nest. So yeah, I definitely have some automation going on with how often I'm running my HVAC system. So obviously in the winter time, I need to make sure what's the ideal temperature need to be with the heat. And I want to make sure that thing is not constantly running, but I want to make sure that it's warm so I'm not freezing my ass off. And then in the summertime, I want to make sure that I'm not sweating my ass off because I want to make sure it's cool or right. reasonable inside the house. So I have a way for Nest to basically keep my the temperature of my home at the ideal state based on what I want it to be. And it has some AI to kind of figure out what is ideal for me. And you can even have it so when I'm away from the home, it can, you know, bump up a couple of degrees or decrease a right. couple of degrees depending on, you know, the time of the year. So that's a great example there that makes your life easier where you don't even have to worry about, okay, what's my thermostat at? And it can find ways to save you money too. And I've definitely saved, I would say hundreds of dollars over the past couple of years by investing in one of those. And mm -hmm. Nest isn't the only brand. There's plenty of other right, brands right. out like there. So I don't want anyone yeah. yeah, to be like, well, do I need a Nest? I mean, this is a personal opinion. I'm biased. I think Nest is the best, if not one of the best. That so I would definitely maybe push you towards that. But again, there are plenty of other options out there. And then other call out with home automation is lighting. Like all of my lights in my home mm -hmm. are smart lights. And what I've recently discovered is lighting makes a huge impact on your mood. And I don't think that many people understand that, mm -hmm. but it does. And at the same time, it can put you into a state of worry, relaxation, panic, et cetera depending on again the lighting and the temperature the of the lighting too like yeah that's exactly what i'm getting right. at so like there's harsh lighting or junk lighting and again i'm kind of repeating something that i've learned recently and that's where you've got this bright light shining at you and like your mind's like trying to process okay is it day or night and that's where it becomes more of a problem is that late at night and you've got all these lights on your mind's trying to wind down but you've got these lights on that are super bright like these fluorescent lights bright white as i would say and your mind's like okay is it daytime is it not so it makes it more challenging for your body to understand okay it actually is nighttime so how about i start winding down and there's chemicals in your brain that help you you know slowly unwind for the day and the more that you're exposed to this quote unquote junk light, the tougher it is for you to kind of wind down at night. So recently I've started changing the temperature of my lighting mm. to help me 
calm down right. at night, unwind and relax. And I'm really starting to see a benefit where, okay, the lighting's starting to change here. Like it's representing, okay, it's falling into nighttime here and it makes me just more at ease and I'm able to fall asleep faster, which is fantastic. And then on the flip side, in the morning, I have automation where the lights start to creep on, like the sunrise. And it's at the, the right, right, you know, That's brightness really cool. too. So it helps you get into the right state of mind and you wake up on the right side of the bed instead of the wrong side of the bed, as people would say. And it's really fascinating learning things like that all from, you know, automation and lighting. So that's just something Some else that I wanted to it. throw out there. I'm yeah. wondering too, just what, what I was thinking of when you were talking about lighting. And this is, pro- I've never researched this. <laughs> I'm going to put an asterisk beside it. Asterisks. Oh no. Asterisks. Where's he going? Asterisk. Is that the right word? Yeah. A S T E R I S K. Asterisk. I always mess that word up. But you ever heard of the white coat effect? No. Like, so it's it's basically when you go to the doctor, it's called that because it's going to the doctor's office. Everybody's stress level goes through the roof. Like, no matter who you are, when you walk into a doctor's office because you're being checked out for something, it's not, not through the roof. But you have higher higher levels of certain chemicals in your body. Your blood your blood pressure can sometimes spike because of that. Yeah, and you're just gonna have more. You're gonna be more tense. Yep. And so I call it the white coat effect because doctors have always traditionally worn white coats. Okay. Yeah. Makes and sense. I'm wondering if a lot of that like bright lighting, like junk lighting, you're talking about, is similar to like the reminder. So like you're saying, you know, junk lighting. But the first thing I think of is like. When I'm in a doctor's office, when that that kind of lighting, when you're in a doctor's office, like it's junk light. It's really, really, really bright. Yeah, that windows. If you even have windows, they're always so tinted that you can't even tell if it's night or day outside, mm-hmm. and it's like in your face, like it's just sh- beaming down on you. So I was saying, like maybe it's that same effect that you have when you go to the doctor. It very well could be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I don't know that for sure. Right. We we have no idea. But you're throwing out. I, I'm a wondering if, doc, if doctors' offices there there we there's a change for us. Doctor, any doctor out there listening to this, try some warm like warmer lighting, like some like lower key like, Yes, some relaxed lighting yeah. is the official. Let's uh, start a movement. Relaxed lighting. Hashtag change your lighting. Yes, I love <laughs> it. I love it. I mean, it really can change your life. I mean, I'm speaking from. Uh, example here. Now I know I'm a sample size of one, but I know there's definitely a big crowd out there as well that are fully behind this. And again, I'm talking about in the context of trying to unwind at night where the bright lighting is not always ideal. And even people say with your phones, and I think Apple and Samsung have a setting now where it can kind of change like the true tone on the yeah. yeah, exactly. And again, it helps you unwind. Like I think they refer to it as blue light. Like you want to stay away from too especially much for blue your eyes too. too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fascinating to uh, uncover and learn things about that. And again, I'm just learning about all this as well. So I'm early yeah. on in my uh, my research and how it's impacting me, but I've already started to see some benefits. Well, you know what? You know what kind of like irritates me a little bit is the people like the the people that are like, well, you're just being lazy. Have you ever heard that? Like, oh, well, you know, like especially the older generation will be like, well, you just want things easy. That's why you're doing it that way. And it's like, actually, no, I just want to like, I want to have more free time or I want to be able to focus on things that are more important than like X, Y, Z. Yep. I just think it's a super interesting like no, dynamic. I, I think that's awesome that you brought that up. I mean, older generations, 
you know, are sharing their perspective or their experiences. So they expect us to some degree to have the same trials and tribulations. And sometimes that's not going to be, not gonna be the case. Yeah. And that's awesome because that's part of human evolution. Don't you want your kids to have a better life and different experiences than you? Now, to some degree, you want them to share and relate to the same type of experiences and struggles that you had. But there's some things that, you know, you grew up saying, okay, I don't want my kids to have to deal with this. Like that's called evolution. Mm -hmm. I hear my dad say it all the time, which is like, it's super rewarding to, to hear it from him. He's always like, he's like a huge adopter of like any new technology. Always has been. Anything that can make his life easier, technology-wise, he's like the first one who wants to get it. So he'll be backing us when we uh, start our big uh, tech company. Oh, yeah. He'll be all, all over it. He's like, how can we simplify it? How can I simplify it? And it's funny because he's such a believer in like, every anytime I tell him about something uh, something I did, like a slick trick or anything like that, he's like, man, I wish I had that. <laughs> like, I, I spent way too much time on that. I'm like, I just love that enthusiasm behind it because, again, it's understanding that, like, yes, it's good to like put the work in and do that stuff. But again, automation, a lot of the automation we're getting in the world right now and the technology and the resources we have used in the right way with the right balance, like we we should, you know, I would like to see it impacting our mental health in a more positive way too. Dude, you're bringing up fire points. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we can if we can automate some of the stuff that stresses us out or creates negative emotions or negative, uh, you know, either taking free time away or taking xyz away you know maybe it's we have more time as human beings to focus on like what's really important which is a our mental you know mental health physical health and relationships like how can we do that like that's what i want to see that's what gets me excited about automation it's not oh it's cool tech but it's like how can it benefit us moving forward yeah no i'm hearing some other things as you call that out i think one is it's important to understand that you need to have a healthy balance of automation in mm -hmm. your life. Like there is probably a point of diminishing return. Not I think, I know there is. Right Now that's going to be different for every person. Like you don't want to get so lazy where you're not doing quality things with your life. But again, we're not here to judge or decide what is right and wrong there. But it is important to kind of figure out, okay, what is the right level of automation? Mm -hmm. I kind of heard that. And two, it's, always trying to figure out ways to improve and make your life better. Now, better should not be confused with easier. Now, mm -hmm. at times, life can be made easier, and that's super important. As you're highlighting, like your father, just people that might be older saying, well, I wish I had that. Like, yeah, it's great to kind of see their perspective, but at the same time, like it's important to see things change and evolve over time. Again, I'm just repeating myself there, but again, it's super important to see where we were, let's say 10 years ago and where we are today. And, you know, even as we teach our kids and you can obviously relate to this because you have kids, like you can start to share like, Hey, I remember when I had to deal with X, Y, and Z, but you have the luxury of not having to deal with that. And another thought that kind of comes up when you were sharing that is, okay, with automating things in my life, let's say one day there are robots that we have. Right. Whether or not you agree with this, there are going to be robots that can help maybe make and generate income for you. Maybe, maybe not. I could be completely wrong. But that's going to free up time in your life to do other things that you want to do, whether that's spending more time with your kids, working out more, taking care of yourself, et cetera, whatever it, it needs to be. But that's going to be something where you can look back and say, well, I remember 
when I had to sit at a desk for 40 plus hours a week and I had to spend 10 hours commuting, you know, you get to share what pain points that you had to deal uh-huh. with, but then your future kids and your grandchildren won't even really have to think much. Well, about. And, and again, that's like where the generational gaps are and why, why when people get really frustrated, well, this generation that's 20 years older than me doesn't understand me. Well, they lived in a completely different world. Yeah. I mean, we're in the f- most uh, fastest changing, most evolutionary age of humankind. Like literally ever human races. The past 50 years or even 20 growth, years, man. there's been more innovation, more technology, more sustainability, more things happen that are moving than in the past, that, you know, 400 million years, but however old the earth is. I mean, and it, it, human, it, it's crazy. So, again, it's just interesting. Like, there's there always are those dynamics, and people get frustrated by it. Like, yeah, they did. Completely different world. So they're not going to understand, and you're not going to understand. But you can listen, and you can empathize. And another thing I was thinking about, too, as we were talking about um, automation, is that uh, – I don't know if I told you this, but this is kind of off cusp a little bit. It's a cool story. So I was scripted, as we yeah, would say. So I was thinking about like my trip down to Florida recently. We uh-huh. went to a, a burger place yep. called Gurf, Gulf Coast Burger Co. And what it do you was rated on a scale of one to ten. Sorry to cut you off, but I would say the food was a nine. Oh, yeah. that's a high score. I mean, I'm very I'm, I'm not a critic. <laughs> okay, so okay, all right. Forget I'll, I asked the question, yeah. but you know everyone's going to ask. Well, yeah, I would say the food's really good. Okay, um, pricing was extremely expensive. Okay. I mean, for a burger place, like you go to a burger and you typically like, okay, it's going to be you know nine, ten, eleven bucks for a burger and fries, right? Typically, I mean, these burgers were like twenty two dollars a piece with the fries, like just a lot more. But whatever, neither here nor there. Um, but when we were there, we got in there and we're like, it was seat yourself. So we walk in and we go and we're, like we get into this back dining area, which was outside, really neat. Sat down at our table and there's like a little QR code you could scan to get your menu. And I look over to my right, and there's these little like robots zooming around. There's like four of them, and they have little like faces on them. Yeah, and they've got drink holders <laughs> and food holders. So we ordered our food and drinks, and a robot wheels up, turns around, and we take our drinks off of it. It says, "It, it goes, thank you. We'll be back with your food soon." <laughs> and then it like drives off, and then like ten minutes later. Another robot comes. Actually, two because we had like there was like us and another family side by side. Turn around, like you had to like check your little order on the screen, and then it turned around and let you take your food off. <laughs> and I just it was just it was so neat, and it was actually really funny. This one part, there was like four of these little robot things in the back area, and they was like uh, they got like confused. <laughs> so like one of them was coming through the door, and another was going this way. And they were like ten feet apart, and they like were looking at each other, but they weren't moving. Like they just stopped for, and like after about five minutes, this like like one worker that was there like comes over and like had to push the one out of the way and like hit a button. Like they were confused. But anyways, that's totally off. Like that totally rabbit hole. It was really funny. Um, but the automation of that. So it was like literally there was one bartender in this place, and there was one person like walking around and like clean tables off. Then there was like nine little robot things that drove around. Like you ordered from your phone. It came around and gave you your food, gave it. They never had to get up, never talked to a person that worked there. So my only rub, because I thought it was really cool. 
My only rub is that when I got my bill, because it was, it was a little expensive, I mean, for a burger place, but whatever. I got my bill, and it's like, it's a tip, and it had 20% in there. I'm like, no effing way am I tipping a robot 20%. Right. I didn't even interact with a human here. Yeah. So I customized, and people might judge me for that, but I dropped it down to like 5%. I'm like, I'll give yeah. it a little bit of a tip. Yeah. But I didn't talk to anybody. Totally. There was, yeah. but what was, so again, like there's a, a part of automation. I guess the point I'm making by this story is, because there's a whole industry with this, but I never seen this before, is that that's automated. That's automation at its, fi- I mean, that's, that's where we're at in this day and age. Like we're going to start seeing more and more of that. But, there's two sides. There's two sides of that coin. It's like it's really cool, mm-hmm. right? And it was really efficient. Yep. And I'm sure the upfront cost of those robots paid itself off, based off of what you know. And waiters and waiters are are usually underpaid. They make most of their money from tips, but the staffing and all that stuff. I'm sure they paid themselves off, or or the the return on investment was really quick. But we were replacing people with robots, mm-hmm. so all these jobs for human beings. That could have been waiting, waiting on us and interacting with us. Were now these little robots that had screens on them that said "thank you" and smiled at us. They've been replaced. It's weird, but I'm like I'm 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 like I'm, uh, the 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 energetic, enthusiastic, think things are cool part of Cole is like that's awesome, man. That's cool. and the other side of me is like, but like there were no humans. Like those were jobs that were taken and given to robots. Yeah, no, I mean, what you're describing are some of the pros and cons yeah, of I guess I automation. Um, certainly, there is always the worry of, well, will robots take over the world, and what about these people <laughs> that they're you know putting out of jobs? And my initial rebuttal is, well, they're replacing jobs and giving additional or new opportunities for folks to learn different skills, mm-hmm. such as maybe coding, which, again, maybe some people don't want to get into coding. But, again, the point being there's going to be plenty of jobs out there for people. It's just they're going to have to learn new skill sets to learn how to survive in this new world that we're marching towards but as you said there is the downside then too of well like i want to interact with a human being and this is a robot so i I totally hear you and there's no easy answer to that it it changes the landscape though when you start when that starts happening and this is again i'm not against it Mm -hmm. but I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna put the other hat on what it also changes the landscape of like in this situation is like we all remember when we were in high school and college and we needed a part-time job. Yeah. Well, being a waiter, waitress, I mean, there's going to be other areas. Was it was a place a lot of us went to. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people have gone and been a waiter, a waitress, or a bartender to make ends meet or to pay some bills or to have some party money. And so for me, it's like, okay, yeah, it's great that we're going to have this automation and it's cool and people can learn other skills. But there's always, to me, like you're, you're eliminating a big part of a lot of people's lives that might be an intermediate fix or a, a side job or something like that. I'm putting the other hat on. I'm not no, I, I know you. you are. I, I don't think those jobs are ever going to fully go away, though, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's still up to each business owner to determine whether or not they want to you know, invest in that technology to right. replace. Right. Ultimately, employees. it's up to them. Right. Yeah. And there's always going to be people that are like, no, I'm not doing that, which is great. So they have that right or that choice to. I just, yeah. I just thought, I just want to, I wanted to put the other hat on because I'm, I'm sure that's what, that's where my, 
on, if I see it from that side, that's where my thought process goes. No, I appreciate you doing that. It's important to see both sides and kind of make an educated opinion or stance from there. You yeah. know, we're, we're you quick to uh, pick one side over the other. These robots were really cool, though. Yeah, I was about to ask, did you get any video? Oh, I got some videos. You'll yeah. have to share with yeah, me. Yeah, it was super afterwards. neat. Yeah. I think uh, one last call out related to just automation, and we've kind of touched on it, is just the fact that Anytime you can reduce the amount of stress in your life because of automation, that's considered to me a benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, And speaking of stress, we all deal with stress and it's how do we try to manage and minimize that as best as we can throughout a given day. And I think that's where automation can play a huge role in helping you out with whatever it is that you're dealing with when it comes to stress. Because stress at the end of the day is something that slowly creeps into your everyday life and can impact your overall uh, well-being. And that's something that you want to make sure that you have in check because it can lead to some catastrophic things. And yeah, no need to go that grim there. But the point being is it's important to manage your stress and automation can definitely help play a role in alleviating that to some degree. 100%. 1,000%. 1 million percent. You beat me. You always have to one-up me. You just were like, coming. you know what? How about one as my percent? As my daughter would say, I say infinity, and she goes, infinity times two. I'm like, that's not a thing. Infinity and beyond. You remember that? Do you remember that as a kid? You'd be like, well, infinity times two, and then yeah. infinity times three. You'd be like, that's, that no. And then I just can't explain to her that, like, I win, Ava, so yeah. go to sleep. No, that's just a young kid trying to figure out how to win an argument yeah. and there's sometimes no way to win an argument or a no. conversation but yeah i love it i say uh, we wrap things up here i'm liking these uh short but deep conversations what about you i'm ready to rock i'm going to the stables tonight so Ooh, that's a recurring theme you're gonna hear from me listeners i gotta go because i'm going to the stable now do you ever get to ride or is yeah this just i actually read i rode on friday okay all right yeah. ava was like of course I was like, I hadn't ridden in a while, and she's like doubted that I could. Like, she's, Dad, you don't know how to ride yeah, a horse. Come yeah, on. she's riding like every week, and she's like, "Come on, dude." Right. So of course I get up there, and I'm like, I mean, I've ridden my whole life, like not a, not as consistently of late, but I mean, I grew up on horses. I had my own horse, so I got up there and I rode around. I was like, "See, your dad can do it." She goes, "Not that impressed. <laughs> not as good as me." Whatever. I can't do anything right. <laughs> I said, "Don't I look like a cowboy?" She goes. Not in that saddle. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to uh, share some photos out there online for you all to uh, take a peek at uh, Cole and uh, the horse that I have he's riding. My assless chaps. Oh on. no, no, folks, that will not be uh, promoted out there. So don't you worry, I will not let that happen. <laughs> but anyhow, appreciate you guys tuning on in. We say it each and every episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are super grateful and humble over here. We're continuing to learn, optimize become better human beings, not only for ourselves, but for our families and for those that we spend a lot of time with. We do have some exciting guests coming on, super excited for what's to come, some new partnerships that will be announced soon, but we cannot release just yet. Please check out unscriptedexchanges.com if you want to buy some of our old merch drop. We will have a new merch drop coming sometime soon as well. As you can tell, we've got a lot of things moving over here, a lot of momentum, and it's super exciting. Cole, anything else that you would add? I hit the nail on the head. We just appreciate you guys supporting us. 
do definitely have uh, – I like to reiterate what you say because you wrapped it up nicely. I had to say something. So we have some – You awesome- didn't want to feel left no, out. No, no. <laughs> and time, we also suck last at time, signing Last off. time I was just like, peace. Uh, yeah, we do have some awesome guests, some awesome partnerships. I'm um, getting a lot of support and feedback. Uh, we just ask that you keep keep uh, reaching out, letting us know what you want to hear, what you liked, what you didn't like. Keep sharing, keep liking. Yeah. and Help and, us out, the algorithm. And needs- going back to episode 30, 31 – Think about what your legacy is. Yeah, I actually had. Uh, I will leave it with this. I had somebody reach out to me uh, two days ago and said they wanted to start their podcast. Where should they start? Ooh, and I thought that was so cool because we talk about like being creators, going out and doing stuff. Let's talk about that. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, let's get into that on another episode. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. It was rewarding. Yeah, I think for this episode too, the homework would be. What automation are you using in your life today? Yeah, share do that with us. you plan on automating anything? Yeah, please share that with us, and we'd love to hear from you guys. All right, enough. Peace out. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, we'll guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.